0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS Wednesday. We have
1: so many cool diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my-
0: Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake joined, as always, by Gabby Urrutia, and it is recruiting season. Miami can host official visitors now starting today, Friday. We are recording this. Let's timestamp it because things always change this time of year. Friday morning, 8.25 a.m., Wanted to give you all a a recruiting podcast here going into the weekend. Uh, Just a quick programming note. We are going to keep it relatively short and sweet. Gabby here is playing Hurt. Uh, He is dealing with A-Virus, so we appreciate him hopping on. Uh, And because of that, we are going to keep this thing relatively short. Uh, So I am going to just start my clock timer here at 20 minutes and we're going to do our best to just keep it at that for Gabby's health slash throat. Um, let's start there, Gabby. First of all, just how you feeling, man?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there. You know, just trying to, trying to grind this thing out. You no, know,
0: we just appreciate you playing hurt for sure. Um, Always will. So let's just start here with um, the transfer guys wrapping up their visits, so dj james cornerback from oregon uh uab defensive lineman antonio moultrie uh spent a couple days in coral gables this week what are you hearing coming out of those visits
1: yeah um you know i think you know i really think that i I feel like the visits went well um you know just talking to people really on both sides like you know someone that is familiar with the defensive linemen, someone that's familiar with the quarter, with the cornerbacks and all that stuff. I feel like everyone felt like the, the visits went well. Um, you know, the transfer stuff is weird, you know, it's still different and, you know, um, you know, they can feel good about guys and, you know, it's not necessarily like, you know, a shoe in or anything like that, but, you know, I think that they feel, I think they probably feel better about Moultrie than maybe they did about James. And I think that just has more to do with Auburn and, uh, you know, the fact that he's from Alabama, you know, and they did get him on campus before Miami did. So, um, you know, again, I think that they felt like they did a good job with both of those guys. Does that necessarily mean that both of those guys are coming? Uh, You know, maybe, maybe not. Um, Again, I just feel, I think they feel like they put their best foot forward with those types of dudes. Um, You know, Moultrie, you know, I think they feel like he's more of an interior guy. I know that he sort of lost some weight and had to sort of play a little bit more on the edge for UAB. They feel like he could be more of an inside guy. You know, he's legit 6'4", you know, 255, 260 um, you know, by people at Miami. So I think he's someone that they could get it. That they they get excited about should he want to, you know, sort of hop on board and then, you know, DJ it's a, you know, just kind of a, a wait and see thing with Auburn and a potential visit to Ole Miss this weekend.
0: And the transfer portal continues, you know, it's a carousel that continues to spin. It's picking up each day. It seems like, and on Thursday evening, early Thursday evening, um, there was a couple of, guys from SEC programs that have been pretty big time contributors to those programs that have Miami ties. They're from the area that entered the portal that we believe Miami has interest in uh, Ole Miss running back, Henry Parrish, uh, big nickel. I don't know how you want to characterize his role within this Miami defense. Cause we don't know who the DC is, but right. he'd essentially be like Miami's version of a striker. Mm-hmm. at Georgia and Latavius Brini. Let's start with Henry Parrish. Um, seems, like, seems like that one definitely has some legs to it.
1: Yeah, I, I think it does. Um, I mean, there was a video that surfaced on Twitter yesterday of just him talking during a press conference at Ole Miss saying that you know, he would have gone to FAU if that's where Kevin Smith was. Um, you know, it seems like those two are really, really close. Um, you know, he basically said he was going to follow him wherever he went um you know i don't think it's a huge coincidence that kevin smith took the miami job and that you know henry Parrish entered the transfer portal again i right. think you still got to wait and see i don't think anything's ever you know a guarantee but you know i would feel pretty good about you know where miami stands in that one you know early on in this you know transfer recruiting process so uh, you know big time back you know guy that yeah. i think some people would have wanted in that what was it the, 20, the 2020 class
0: yes and,
1: you know, they, Miami ended up with Jalen Knight and Don Chaney, you know, two of the top backs in South Florida. Henry Parrish was, you know, you know, I guess depending on who you're talking to, fits somewhere in that top three. Sure. Um, and so, you know, I think a chance for Miami to really clean up and, you know, it's, it's about keeping talent home. It's about stacking those types of dudes. And, you know, if you're able to have three of South Florida's top running backs from the same cycle on, on the same team, I think that's a positive. And, you know, they want to run the ball if they want to do it in a, in a big way. I mean, Henry Parrish was running back three at Ole Miss and he still right. accounted for over 500 yards and, you know, right. three touchdowns. So I think he's, I think regardless, you know, uh, there could be some production, you know, regardless of how crowded the room is and you know how many guys that they sort of have in there.
0: Yeah. Running back's a position, you know, it's a violent position, of course. Um, and Miami's guys, you know, look, if we're just being honest, right. Don Chaney's had some injury stuff in his past, right. uh, Jalen Knighton you know, not the biggest guy. Um, so you don't want that wear and tear during the course of a season on him. So adding a guy like Henry Parrish to me helps take some off that load with the talent, not necessarily dipping. So I'd be off for that. Also, you know, of course, competition should in theory help push right. Jalen Knighton and Don Chaney, uh, Latavius Brini, striker from Georgia, big nickel from Georgia safety from Georgia, uh, what are you hearing on that?
1: Yeah, I think he's someone that Miami really likes. You know, I think that he he's someone that they've, they've already contacted from what I understand. Um, you know, again, a guy that's just played a lot of big-time football in the SEC, you know, he, got, he played by far the most snaps that he's played in his entire career, you know, in 2021 for the national champs. And, you know, I think he was like over 500 snaps and, you know, had like eight pass breakups and, you know, graded out pretty well in terms of just like his overall defensive grade, his, you know, coverage grades. Uh, tackling and all that stuff so i think he's someone that comes in that just brings in you know again you, miami needs to look like eventually develop this roster into a roster that looks like one that could walk into any stadium in the sec and not look out of place i think right, you know right. latavius Breen is a guy that you know again just brings some more of that sec caliber um you know talent uh sec caliber experience and um you know i think that he's someone that could definitely help again you're talking about competition i think he's someone that could definitely push a guy like Gilbert Frierson. Right. Um, you know, in that striker role. And, you know, again, it's it's about making each other better and all that stuff. I think Breeny is a guy that you bring in and, you know, he's immediately a, a contender to,
0: you know, push for a starting role. Yeah, Frierson announced he was coming back in 2022. Miami, of course, uh, loses. He was the, the starting striker in 2021, Amari Carter. Um, I think, like, I hope Chase Smith, who was like the third string striker, mm-hmm. moves to linebacker. This year moving forward. So adding a guy like Brini makes sense as well. Um, if Miami wants to go that route. One other transfer guy, and we'll stop uh here with the transfers. I want to touch on Osiris Torrance, who is a big time offensive lineman, interior guy, massive, six five, three thirty-five. Um, looks like he holds the weight well. Um he is kind of a difference maker offensive lineman. I think. He's a guy that a lot of people feel like has an NFL future. Um, He's in the portal again, Louisiana. So obviously tie there to Billy Napier at Florida, who is also chasing him. What, how much of a long shot is that situation for Miami? Do you think considering he's from Louisiana? So LSU, who's also after him going to be in the mix. And then also, of course, Billy Napier in Florida, having that obvious tie.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think it would be a, a tough, I think it's gonna be a tough pool for Miami just considering those two programs. I mean, the ties to Billy Napier are, are there. Um, You know, I think they've already gotten a Louisiana transfer. I also think LSU's already gotten a Louisiana transfer. So, you know, a guy's a guy that, you know, is, that played in that area is from that area and stuff like that. Um, you know, it seems like those two are maybe more of the, maybe the front runners, I guess. Um, but, you know, Mario Cristobal, Alex Mirabal, do have that offensive line background? I'm not sure that they, they you know, Again, I, if they get him on campus, if they're able to convince him to take a visit, um, I think that, you know, that's a positive. Again, I think if they're able to yeah. get anyone on campus, I feel pretty good about their chances. Again, not saying that they're going to land him, they get him on campus, but I think that's a step number one. I can't see him sort of just jumping into this thing blind. I know the clock's kind of ticking in terms of these guys enrolling and figuring out what right. the top is going to be if they want to compete in the spring. So if something happens, it might have to happen pretty quickly. So I would definitely stay tuned to see if – uh if Torrance decides to lock in a visit or anything like that.
0: And then let's transition now to the official visitors that are visiting. As far as we know, this weekend, you got four-star offensive lineman, Dave Ayuli out of Washington state. Um, he was a former Oregon commit, uh, current Oregon commit four-star defensive lineman, Grayson Halton out of San Diego and three-star Matthew McCoy out of St. Augustine, Florida. Um, who already visited during the month of December. He gets to reuse his Miami visit, though, because of the coaching change. Um, let's start with Dave. Sounds like Gabby just reading Teely's. I know you've already crystal balled him to Miami, but I mean, you, you got to see how these visits go, right? Uh, sounds like it's kind of like a slam dunk situation for Miami.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's close to that. Uh, you know, I think he's really excited about Mario Cristobal and Alex Mirabal. I mean, those are his guys. I talked to him yesterday and you know, he's just like, I feel like this is just, this visit's just, I mean, to me it sounds like it's just a way for him to confirm that this is where he wants to be. Um, You know, his, just talking to him on the phone, his personality is just, you know, Miami through and through, he has a really, really big personality. And, you know, it seems like he's really excited about this visit too. And, you know, he really just wants to like, you know, you know, cross his T's dot, dot his eyes with Miami, just given the distance and how far it is to make sure that this is where he wants to be. But um, you know, I think he wants to play for Mario Cristobal and Alex Mirabal. If that, that's the vibe I get. Um, you know, he's he's basically said in, I guess, other ways that this is basically, you know, a chance for him to just make sure that this is what he wants to right. do. Um, so, you know, he, he even said that, like, you know, he considered he's going to play in the Polynesian Bowl um, next weekend, the weekend of the 22nd. And he said that he asked them if he can commit at the Polynesian Bowl. But I guess that they were filled up if they have announcements sort of coming that weekend or whatever it is. So, um, I mean, that tells me that, you know, coming off this visit that he would have liked to have just couldn't get into Miami on on a platform or in that setting. Um, Again, he's going to go see Oregon and USC again uh, before he signs. But, you know, I feel really good about, you know, where Mario Cristobal and Alex Mirabal stand in this one.
0: How about Grayson Halton? Because he's still committed to Oregon. Sounds like that one might be a tougher pull, um, but he's still visiting.
1: Yeah, again, I I think just getting him on campus is big. Um, You know, just talking to one of his high school coaches, um, even beforehand, uh, before it was really publicly known out there that Joe Salavea, well, that we knew that Joe Salavea was coming, but, um, you know, it wasn't really out there. Uh, I was just kind of having a chat with him and to let him know, like, oh, would would Joe Salavea change anything for him? He said, yeah, like he definitely would. And I was letting him know, like, hey, I mean, it's a really good chance that he's going to be Miami's next defensive line coach. And he was just like, yeah, that that could potentially change everything. So uh, I think that was Grayson Halton's guy at Oregon. Um, You know, I do think Oregon's probably the team to beat right now. I mean, there's a reason he stayed committed there. I do think he likes the program. And, you know, it is closer to home than a Miami, not saying that Oregon is close to San Diego. But, you know, it is a, a West Coast, you know, sort of school. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see how Joe Salavea is able to work through this one. I think it'll be again, you know, Mario Cristobal had his tests, you know, and, you know, sort of, you know, was able to land Nigel e. Kelly and Jalil Skinner and Cyrus Moss and all that stuff. I think this is probably, again, not a make or break, obviously. I mean, this is a big ask, but I think this is a chance to, for, you know, Joe Salavea to sort of flex his recruiting muscle to see if he can maybe get this one done for another West coast guy.
0: And then three-star offensive lineman, Matthew McCoy, the, the biggest thing I take from this is, you know this new staff kind of validating a guy who is kind of considered like a senior season riser, right? Mm-hmm. A guy who maybe a quote unquote late bloomer type. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find it, you know, offensive lineman. If, if Mario and Mirabal uh, stamp it, I think bring them in. Right.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, I think Matthew McCoy, I mean, just kind of checks all the boxes from a size standpoint, a former tight end. So, you know, he sort of is uh, athletic and stuff like that and he can move around well. Um, You know, I think that he's someone that, you know, Miami, of course, the other previous staff is interested in. And I think it's notable that he's taking that second official visit. I think he still has a few more that he could have taken other places. Um, You know, I think that I I believe Miss Minnesota got him on campus, maybe Ole Miss and then Miami again. So a second attempt for Miami to get in there with, honestly, I'm feeling... Uh, you know, with Alex Mirbaugh and Cristobal, I mean, I'm with an offensive lineman, I'm feeling better about that, especially as a guy that's taking a return visit, you know, guy has been around right. and stuff. So I think this is a chance for them to just sort of, you know, validate whatever he thinks about Miami and sort of give him a, just another great look at the program with a, with a new vision. So, um, again, I mean, Florida, I, you know, is sort of like the hometown school, the closest school to home. Uh, he took a couple unofficial visits there during the season. I believe I think they're going to try to get him on campus that last weekend before signing day. So I'm definitely watching out for the Gators. But, um, you know, I think right, 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 right. now, uh, again, just on that chance to take that second official visit is, is a big one. So we'll see how this one goes with that.
0: And then since our last podcast, one change with this weekend, the, the cornerback four star Jaleel Florence, long guy, six foot two, fast, 10, seven and 100 meter uh, out of San Diego, canceled his trip to Miami um this weekend due to family issues he says um so I guess Gabby you don't need to like get into like what you're hearing about the family issues and all that but do you think that one's over is there a chance Jaleel uh visits later on in the week or do you feel like this is just a sign that Miami's kind of out of it
1: yeah I think I think I think this might be every I, I don't know maybe he's just sort of zeroing in on either U.S. or Oregon just because um, he said he's canceling all his official visits or whatever official visits he was taking, I think, through the rest of the, you know, the month or whatever it is. So um, this could be him just sort of zeroing in on, you know, the schools that he feels like he's actually, you know, thinking about attending. Um, you know, again, it's not always going to work out for those West Coast, West, West Coast guys that, you sure. know, would have to go that far away from home. It would have been nice to see him check it out. But, you know, the, if there's family things there, then, you know, you can never blame someone for, you know, taking care of their home base first. So. Uh, You know, I guess we'll see what happens as the month continues. I think we've seen in recruiting that things change quickly. Um, So, you know, let's see if maybe another weekend in the month, if things change or get better, that maybe he, uh, you know, adjusts course and decides to come check out Miami.
0: Last talking point we want to get into is a couple of interesting unofficial guys, unofficial visitors that are going to visit hopefully this weekend. Uh, One of which five-star Shamar Stewart, which we have, News to get into there from Friday at midnight yeah. and um, three-star Jacksonville Bulls, edge rusher, Jack Pyburn. So both have some interesting little details about it. Uh, let's start though with Shamar Stewart because, uh, well, first of all, let's just start with Friday night. Once the clock hit midnight, mm-hmm. I guess I should say Friday morning, right? Yeah. Technically 12.01 or whatever. He was visited by a group of Miami coaches.
1: Yeah, um, you know, right there at 12.01, 12.01 a.m., you know, De- uh, DeMarcus Zandike, Joe Salivea, Tra- Travaris Robinson were at his doorstep. Um, you know, uh, from what I understand, things went well. I um, you know, I think that's sort of, again, not super surprising at this point. I think it is notable that, you know, Miami sort of made that effort. Again, Shamar is the top guy on the board right now. He's been a top guy for Mario Cristobal. Um, you know, since he arrived right before that unofficial visit, he took to Texas A&M in December, you know, he made a stop at his school to make sure that, you know, he got in a word with him before he took that final unofficial visit. The early signing period was right after that. So I think he wanted to try to make sure he didn't fall and, you know, decide that he wanted to just sign and get it over and done with. So, um, you know, I think it's, you know, again, the longer that Miami's, you know, the, the fact that he pushed it back into February is a positive for Miami, he canceled his Texas and unofficial visit for this weekend there's a chance he might you know just swing by Miami at some point this weekend just come hang out with the you know the contact period they're allowed to do that so um, you know just sort of see what happens there I think that's a I think it's it's big for Miami and I think that you know as things continue to trend you know just throughout the rest of the month I'm you know liking where Miami stands more and more in this one
0: yeah I, I feel like this is just like this month from here to signing day is just the more opportunities Joe Salavea can get to chop it up with Shamar Stewart, uh, the better. Right. So, right. um, again, if he comes down on an unofficial visit this weekend, uh, that's another opportunity to get to know Joe Salavea So, right. and, and like you said, right. I mean, with five stars this time of year, there's going to be millions of twists and turns. Right. Um, but it sounds like things are definitely trending in a, in the right direction for Miami. Um, jack pyburn because that's that's an interesting situation too this weekend what's going on there
1: yeah uh, so i think jack pyburn is going to take a two-day official visit to auburn i think um friday maybe i think friday and saturday and then i think he's taking an unofficial visit to miami on sunday and monday and again that still leaves the door open for an official visit for jack pyburn he's a you know three-star defensive end out of jacksonville bulls a big-time program you know up in duval county he's a you know, big time wrestler. I think the top ranked heavyweight in the, in the state of Florida, uh, you know, six foot four, 265 pounds. So, you know, definitely more schools getting involved. Miami was probably one of the bigger ones that offered him, uh, you know, backed off his Minnesota com- uh, commitment, you know, just a few days after Miami offered. So, you know, I think I like where, where UM stands right now, again, getting him on campus for that, you know, Sunday, Monday unofficially is, is, is definitely big because, you know, that still leaves the door open for them to get him back in an official capacity.
0: And are there, have the Florida schools made a move yet for Pyburn? the other one, like Florida State, Florida, I think Florida State was supposed to visit him yeah. maybe today.
1: Yeah, I think Florida State was supposedly, supposedly going to go see him. Um, not entirely sure about that, but uh, I, I did read that on the Knowles 247 that he was someone that they were going to go see. Uh, but I don't think, I don't believe that they've offered yet. And, you know, I think it's good that Miami sort of has a leg up on some of these programs that, you know, in terms of just actually having offered rather than feeling like, you know, maybe they want to get eyes on him or something like that. So, uh, again, uh, you know, there's still three weeks left in, in this cycle. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, there's again plenty of twists and turns still available, yeah. uh, you know, still on the table. So, but I think as things stand right now, you know, Miami has got to be feeling pretty good about, you know, where they stand with Jack
0: Pyburn. and nothing new with Florida, right? Cause they're the closest big time school to him.
1: Yeah. I haven't heard anything new with Florida. I think it's notable that they haven't offered yet. Um, you know, so I, I again, I think that door is always open and, uh, I think we saw last year how quickly that that can turn with Austin Barber, you know, a kid from, you know, that Jacksonville Trinity Christian, who Miami was really liking. And then Florida sort of came in in the 11th hour and, you know, sort of was just able to get him. So, you know, I think, you know, Miami needs to always, you know, just remain sort of, you know, just consistent with him and just, you know, try to just do their best and, you know, hope that he's able to, you know, stay or just, you know, they're able to just out recruit Florida for a guy like him, even
0: if Florida comes in super late all right you guys heard the timer 20 minutes is up thank you gabby for doing this jumping on quick um we will wait for coaching news and uh of course if anything pops we will have instant reactions to those moves uh gabby rest up feel better um until next time take care